This is a Federal News Network podcast. With large numbers of federal employees forced into telework, the contractor community has been working with agency leadership and Congress so their companies and customer agencies can keep going. For a progress report, we turn to the Executive Vice President and Counsel at the Professional Services Council, Alan Javotkin. And Alan, how do things look from the ground level for contractors these days as we get into another week of this? Tom, it, uh, thanks for the opportunity to talk about it. I, mean, I think you put your finger right on it. The goal here for uh, many federal agencies and for many contractors is to just keep going. Uh, what it, what can be a new normal under a telework environment, under uh, restricted access to facilities? And that's where the companies are uh, are working hard to find out what the answers are. We are, too. And I'm pleased that we've had the opportunity to engage with a number of federal agencies extensively over the past couple of weeks uh, as circumstances change and as issues arise. Talk about the agency outreach, because they are, I guess, improvising and learning as they go, just like the contractors are. Very much so. And uh, I've been really pleased and uh, thrilled, quite honestly, with that uh, both uh, willingness to engage and the uh, outreach that they are taking. Uh, the Defense Department, we have a call uh, several times a week, uh, and we have for the last couple of weeks under uh, Ellen Lord's leadership, uh, with multiple trade associations talking through uh, issues that arise. And uh, it results in not just a conversation, but real action. So, too, with uh, agencies like the Department of Homeland Security or the Agency for International Development, we pose questions to those agencies, and they answer. Uh, And sometimes just the knowledge about uh, the government's approach is so critical. It's not unique there. We're probably talking to five or six other agencies, uh, including General Services Administration, the intelligence community, and others. So we're pleased with that, uh, but we're still having to do so on an agency-by-agency basis. Jason Miller of Federal News Network had a report that Homeland Security's top procurement official, Soraya Correa has been giving very specific instructions on, say, if a contractor can't get into a DHS facility, who to call and what to do. Exactly right. And and they're uh, they're making those available. They're coming out to us, uh, asking us, other organizations, uh, what questions are we hearing from our members? What guidance do they need? And uh, having that guidance is very, very valuable. We can agree or disagree or tweak it or wish it was something else, but still having the knowledge uh, for our member companies is critical. And what about the White House or the Office of Management and Budget? How have they been with respect to direct contact with the associations? Well, we haven't heard much recently. I've had a number of phone calls with the Office of Management and Budget. Uh, They're on the receiving end of a number of letters. Uh, You had uh, Senator Warner the other day talking about his uh, letter about the implementation of one of the legislative provisions. I mean, they're at the focal point of a lot of the uh, engagement that we're having with the agencies. They tell us that they're uh, an effort at coordination, uh, but we haven't had as much direct uh, engagement with OMB or the White House as I think would be valuable. Sure. Well, maybe they're working through the agencies and figure that's how they're going to take care of it. But my other question is, what about business? Is business continuing to flow as much as it can without people being in the buildings? It appears to be, yes. Contracts are still being awarded to the best of our knowledge and solicitations are still being issued. Evaluations are still being conducted. Only a handful of agencies that I'm aware of have pivoted uh, almost exclusively to the COVID-19 uh, focal area. 
uh, and not every program and not every office is functioning as, as if nothing happened, and, and that's understandable. But overwhelmingly, the members, uh, PSC member companies tell us that uh, they're continuing to work, they're continuing to receive contract awards. There are challenges of onboarding of individuals and uh, things like that, but uh, those are uh, hiccups that are create, created because of the COVID-19 but they're working their way through with the agencies. We're speaking with Alan Chavotkin, Senior Vice President and Counsel at the Professional Services Council. It could be that the you know far-seeing agencies understand that with Congress so preoccupied, we had Ben Cardin on last week, and he was saying there could be a fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh stimulus bill to follow on the big one that came out a couple of weeks ago. And yet there is the 2021 appropriations process, and maybe agencies feel that, if there's going to be an extended continuing resolution at the end of the fiscal, they have to get work done now, get contracts out now, get programs launched now, even if it is difficult because of the separation. Well, you raise an important point and one uh, that we've highlighted as well. One of the best stimulus activities that the Congress can support is the early enactment of the FY21 uh, appropriations to take away that element of uncertainty. to the extent that you can put uh, people to work and un- having knowledge in advance uh, of the uh, the work to be undertaken, that's far more valuable than having a continuing resolution. And we saw when Congress enacted the full-year appropriations bills for a number of federal agencies, including the Department of Defense and Department of Health and Human Services, in advance of the federal fiscal year, spending in the first quarter spiked significantly. And overall spending uh, was up because the agencies had the opportunity to plan and they had the opportunity to execute over a 12-month period of time rather than a shorter six, nine-month period of time. So we've been urging the Congress to use the regular appropriations process uh, as part of a stimulus, even if there is a fourth or fifth uh, additional stimulus bill being considered to respond to the COVID-19 pandemic. And the PSC has been seeking some legislative relief, possibly, on deadlines for certain requirements, especially Section 889. That's one of the NDAA provisions. Remind us which one that is and what you're hoping for. Well, Section 889 refers to a provision from the Fiscal Year 19 National Defense Authorization Act that prohibits the use of certain telecommunications and video surveillance services and equipment. This is the Huawei ZTE, one of the Huawei ZTE provisions uh, when that topic was very hot. Uh, Last year, uh, last August, the executive branch issued regulations that limited the amount, uh, the purchasing by federal agencies of certain designated uh, equipment and services. Uh, This coming August, the law provides the prohibition on any government contractor using those uh, prohibited uh, services or products in the performance of the company mission. We don't have proposed rules yet. They're still in process for what this uh, August 2020 deadline will be. So uh, PSC joined with the National Defense uh, Industrial Association, NDIA, in a letter to uh, the members of Congress, to the chairs and ranking members of four committees, asking for a six-month delay in the effective date of the statute to give time for the rulemaking to be issued, to give time for companies to address the the significant internal operations 
while at the same time having to respond to the COVID-19. So we thought it was a common sense uh, request. We're hoping to find a vehicle that can move before August uh, where uh, Congress could take that action. Any sense of whether you would get a positive response to that one? We've had positive response from a number of offices, uh, but recognizing that this is not COVID-19 directly, I'm not sure uh, exactly how where the the votes would lie across the board. Some are strong supporters uh, of a change. Some are strong supporters of continuing the pressure on some of these uh, Chinese companies. So, But we had to ask. We thought we'd ask early on in the process. It'll give us time to uh, highlight these issues to, our, to the membership, to the Congress, and hopefully give the Congress an opportunity to consider it. Alan Chavotkin is Senior Vice President and Counsel at the Professional Services Council. Thanks so much. Always a pleasure, Tom. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.